Hello and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Manny. And this is episode 29. We are, we're almost there. This is the last. <laughs> this is so weird. It's crazy. We have come so far. Manny, tell us a little bit about how far we've come, uh, specific to the previous episode, episode 28. <laughs> so in episode 28. <laughs> yes. We were freed from jail. Yes. By... Our two lovely companions, Zevran and Morrigan. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a little bit of a glitch in part of it. Yes. Uh, but still. It's fine. We're free. We did it. Uh, so, Nora mm-hmm. uh, would love to be queen. Yeah. So, she wants to be on the side so she could be queen. So, we came up with the, op- the what's it called? The idea, idea of, ha- of having her and uh, Alistair marry yes so now they're going to be a lovely lovely couple a loveless marriage oh no no they, well there is love where the love for ferelden the love for ferelden <laughs> but you know that she i don't even think she even liked kaylin um i think they were like wedded not wedded they were like betrothed at a very young age you yeah. know what i mean so she's used to it yeah. <laughs> so, uh... And then we um we went over to the alienage. We did go to the alienage. And we saw that there was a plague going around. Turns out that it was slave traders taking the citizens <laughs> and selling them to, to Vinter slavers. Which is bad. It's very bad. And so we stopped them. <laughs> we stopped it. And the last thing we did was do that. So we're still in the alienage. And if you remember, there was a side quest. We met a blind Templar named Sir Otto. Beautiful story. And he told us that the alienage is scarred, just like him. I, I love it when these characters are super freaking over the top with their dialogue. Yeah, it's like, who would say that? It, remind, but... it reminds me of a, of a movie uh, where there was a funeral. And, uh-huh. it's like, and someone asks the woman, he's like, would you like tea? And she's like, tea won't bring back the dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do, you, do you want tea? I can't give you anything that will bring back the dead. At least be comfortable. Um... She's not wrong. But anyway, <laughs> we uh, we take the opportunity to follow up on this because as we're leaving, we find blood splattered on the ground in front of the orphanage. A pool of blood. A pool of blood is still damp. Despite the coppery smell of blood, you also pick up the faint scent of bad eggs. Serato! <laughs> I, I found something! I smelled bad eggs. I smelled bad eggs. Andraste's queens. Ooh. A small white wildflower, commonly known as Andraste's grace. Yeah, that's a Zevran. Zevran? Yes. Why Zevran? Like, what's Andraste's grace to? It's a gift. It's a gift. It gives you. It seems pr- like pretty gift. Okay. I mean, I don't think he's very religious. It's just a freaking flower. Yeah, but if a flower was called like Jesus Bloom, <laughs> I think you wouldn't give it to someone who didn't. I don't think he follows that religion. But okay, let's give it to Zephyr. No, no, terrible. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> he doesn't want it. Sir Otto. What have you found? Sir Otto. Pools of blood that smell of rotten eggs. There's been no fighting in the alienage recently. Um. Which means the blood is not congealing. I suppose there could be some explanation for it. So we went back to Sir Otto and we told him about the blood. And I like that he says... That it's weird for there to be blood on the ground because there wasn't any fighting in the orphanage recently. 
I mean, in the alien age recently, but there has been. We just killed like a bunch of slavers. We literally are the are the culprits. Yeah. Maybe he didn't know that, but even so, like, we don't get the option to be like, actually, <laughs> I know a reason, but I, we definitely didn't kill anyone there. So that's fair. Uh, so we go back to the orphanage because it was in front of the orphanage where we found this. And we find this time a dead dog. Oh, a dead dog. Nobody has cleaned up the body and appears to have been dead for some time. Serato. Serato. <laughs> what have you found? A dead dog. I'll report that at once. I've heard such afflictions can spread, even from a corpse. I suppose someone may not have known that. One odd thing I am willing to believe, but two is no coincidence. Let's head to the orphanage. So we head into the orphanage with the brave noble Serato. Yes, Manny's favorite. I He's s- always calling for Serato. Whenever trouble arises, he knows Serato will come for him. I'll get like a paper cut. Serato! <laughs> Dear child, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I got a boo-boo on the playground. A boo-boo? <laughs> no, like, I feel like he would treat everything. I must serious. treat it before you become scarred. Like me. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. I feel like Sir Otto treats every little (laughs) issue seriously. (laughs) So we head on over to the orphanage. And when we get there, it's very, very spooky. Sarah, how do you know where you're going? You don't have a stick. You don't see. He is self-sufficient. He's like Daredevil. Exactly. All right, let's do this, and then we can go give the papers to Enora. Feeling is intense here. This is the right place. I know not if it's the work of the Maleficarum, but there is definitely evil here. You go first. I will follow. Wow. Wow, way to be brave, Serato. Don't worry, we have a bee woman. Whoa. You missed that. Well, I didn't see. I'm sorry. There, there was a ghost child who just ran through here. I'm sorry. Rewind it. I can't. So like any other spooky, spooky place. Yes. There are, of course, ghosts. Yes, there's ghosts. Spirits, I guess, in this case. The ghosts. What's the difference? Um, I feel like ghosts implies that it's literally the person, whereas a spirit is like a spirit from the fade, like taking on the personality of a person that existed. Okay, I guess. <laughs> so you have spirits, and they're all spooky. Like, you have a kid who's like, oh, I'm running away. Ooh. And you have, like, random times, like, you'll walk in a room and things will just spark. And <laughs> <laughs> there are these, like, ghostly dogs at one point. I mean, I fucking hate spooky children. <laughs> Every time there's a spooky child in a movie, I just want to turn it off. Because I don't... It's not that I'm scared of the children. Yeah. They're just annoying. Oh, yeah. I mean, regular children make me want to... No, I'm <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's very spooky. And, of course, what better place to have spooky stuff than an orphanage? Because orphanages are very spooky. Yeah. Have you watched Annie? Oh, my gosh. So Annie's spooky. so spooky. Her hair is just <laughs> unnatural. It's too curly. Far too curly. For any human comfort, (laughs) truly. Whatever. Uh, Point is, (laughs) it's a spooky orphanage, and we experience all sorts of spooky fights and yelling and and spookums. Well, I think somebody's 
trying to sell me something. <laughs> How do you know? Quiet. No news on us. Do you hear me, Sir Willem? Sir Willem? Willem? Is it named after the Willem scream? What? In pop culture. In pop culture. There is something called the Willem scream or the Willem yell or something like that. Okay. It is a like a, a scream that could be heard in various media. It goes like, ah! Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah. It's like in almost everything. It's a tradition. Ganya! Ganya! There's dogs everywhere! Ganya! Bees! 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 Turn to bees, you fucking bitch! I can't die. I will never die. Jesus, come on. Okay. Okay. I did not think we were gonna end up going through this whole haunted orphanage. Well, look what we, look where we are. I know. I was like, we're just gonna quickly do this, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna deal with the lands, mate. <laughs> yeah. We made it through the entire orphanage without any like grand cutscene or thing that happens, and we just kind of walk outside and we're like, oh, I guess we're done now. Oh, wow, so fucking anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. So nothing really of note happens in there, which is really weird. I mean, we fight like some demons, and we don't actually get any answers as to what was actually going on with this whole thing. I mean, this felt so like not necessary <laughs> yeah because like we're like okay let's get this shit with the lands meat done yeah because that's the meat right and this is just like a, a side dish it's not even that great <laughs> of a side dish we're just doing it to help sir Otto because we love him our cute little boy <laughs> oh my god he's a man he's older than us He's a distinguished man in Templar. It's true. Um, and so we don't really know what's going on, so we check the quest to see if that has any answers as to what just happened. What happened? What happened to the to the mission? It's over. It happened. Something, Something wicked. You failed to protect Sir Otto. <gasps> Wait, he died in there? I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> he died? <laughs> I didn't realize he died in battle while we were in there. I was just kind of cruising along. I was just like, I'm gonna wait to the end. And you know, just like, get through this mission. I didn't realize we had to like, protect him or else he was gonna die. <laughs> wait, he died! Serrano! <laughs> that is so terrible. R.I.P. Serrano. We <laughs> we wasted our time. We wasted our time. We killed a Templar. We didn't kill him, but we failed to protect the Templar. We didn't even notice. We just left. You'd be like, oh, fuck you, Serrano. <laughs> we just walk out and we're like, wait, where's Serrano? I'm sorry. I guess the, the mission's complete, huh? Serrano! Oh, I... <laughs> I can't believe that. We should have left. If we had kept on walking, he would be alive. Rest in peace, Serato. Oh no! Our, we our, failed him. We did fail him. Like, and he was such a kind man. He was. He was doing his best to find out what was wrong, and we tried to help him. He's going on my ofrenda this year. <laughs> Not only did he die, but he died in vain because we never figured out what was going on in this orphanage. You know what? No one needed to know. We could have just kept going, kept walking. We helped nothing. We, we helped- could have just 
not even talk to him and he would still be alive and maybe he could have found someone more competent than us to help This is him. probably the most depressing of the deaths that we've gone through. You think so? I, you know, because the cat and the, and the stupid little girl. <laughs> Amalia. She has a name. Amalia. You know what? She trusted a talking fucking cat. <laughs> she put that on herself. Sir Otto trusted us. Oh, <laughs> no. And we failed him. That's why it's depressing. <laughs> Amalia was stupid. Sir Otto was noble. Oh, God. That is correct. He did trust us and we failed him. We just told, we were just on autopilot. We were just like going through like, la la la, kill the demons, walk through. And we figure at the end, something big will pop up and then we'll kill that. This is, this is a lesson mm -hmm. that just because you think you can do it. Yeah. And you just had this boisterous ego thinking I can do anything. <laughs> doesn't mean you can do it without trying. Yeah. Best. And we also have to pay attention because this is life. This you is, don't pay attention. If you think you're just going to go, yeah, you can't just go walk through the motions. The, right. You can't just walk to the end of the room and expect the boss to be at the end. No, you have to be on alert. We're investigators. And we failed him. And we failed him big time because he died. We didn't even notice that he died <laughs> until we were outside and he was nowhere to be found. He, I think he died less than halfway through, honestly. I feel like we, I'm about to do like that scene from Blair Witch Project where the girls into the camera's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and she's apologizing to the parents of the guys, the other guys who are in peril. He's like, I'm so sorry to Serato's mom. Oh my God. <laughs> this is my idea. <laughs> Just We're like, just in the corner of the haunted orphanage. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> oh my god. That is how it feels. <laughs> but um more important things are in ahead of us. We have to do this for Serato in honor of him. And so in honor of Serato, we need to make Ferelden a better place and so we make it back to um Arleman with proof in hand of Loghain's treachery. I have proof. Ah, there you are. I was about to send out a search party. I've been hearing of a great commotion in the alienage. What exactly happened there? Logan was collaborating with a Taventa slaver. Make her forgive me. I should be appalled that such a thing could exist here. But I'm overjoyed you can implicate Logan. We must end the civil oh, war quickly. Right. What the blight does not Yo, corrupt in this land. Yeah, there should be upset. There's slave trade going on in the city, but the at least I'm glad that there's something bad to say about Logan. Exactly. Any longer. Politics. I will call for the landsmen to convene. Bring Alistair and join me at the palace as soon as you are ready, Warden. I guess I'm ready. I guess I'm ready. Oh, okay. Where uh, are we supposed to go? To the palace. At this point, we have everything we need to take Loghain down. Down with his regime. Yes. Down with this administration. Yes. Down with corruption. Down with traitors. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that, man. You're welcome. So we awesome. have everything we need. And so we make our way to the palace to begin the land's meet. Oh my word. We are about to go on a crazy adventure, aren't we? We're about to have a funny time. Oh yeah, it's just going to be so zany and full so of laughter and jokes. <laughs> oh, hi, Logan. I heard that you sold a slave. Isn't that right? <laughs> Where's Al How? Oh, looks like How he's... is he doing these days? Mm. Oh, yeah, I killed him. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I fucking killed him. I'm gonna I, kill you too. I chopped his fucking head off. I destroyed him. Bloody if you're gonna make this guy king, I swear to fucking God. Alistair, go fuck her. Go fuck her, you're officially king. <laughs> oh God, that'd be just really intense. The royal palace. On the way to the royal palace. Why are you taking this extremely long way? When we enter the palace, we are greeted immediately by Calthrian, who, if you remember, is Loghain's number two knight. She's the one who um, arrested us after we killed our how. And she's the one who he instructed to tell the troops to leave in Orzammar. He's the one, she's the one that he grabbed and was like, you're going to listen to me. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so this is her. And she basically came up and she's like, stop right there. You're supposed to be in prison. <laughs> How dare you! Warden, I am not surprised it has come to this. And Alistair, if you were even remotely worthy of being called Merrick's son, you would already be in the Landsmeet, now wouldn't you? You have torn Ferelden apart to oppose the very man who ensured you were born into freedom. But do not think you will get past me to desecrate the land's meat itself. Can I just kill her? The nobles of Ferelden will confirm my lord as regent, and we can finally put this to rest once you are gone. Um, do you really not see what Loghain has become? Yeah. I have had so many doubts of late. Loghain is a great man, but his hatred of Orlais has driven him to madness. Yeah. He has done terrible things. I know it. But I owe him everything. I cannot betray him. Do not ask me to. Then let me stop him. You know it's the only way. I never thought duty would taste so bitter. Stop him, Warden. Yeah! Stop him from betraying everything he once loved. Please, show mercy. Without Loghain, there would be no Ferelden to defend. Oh, that was... Great. Calthrian, um, she's able to be persuaded. And she says, you know what? She finally saw the light. She finally saw she that did. motherfucker was lying to she her. She is very loyal, which I respect. Because Loghain, sure, they say he's done great for Ferelden. But she can't deny what she sees. And she was there when Loghain decided to take the troops away. She did it herself. And she sees all that he's done all to his point, And she knows... That he's caused some transgressions against the people of Ferelden that should not be stood behind. And so I I, I mentor for that. I admire her for that, yes. Mm -hmm. um, she is definitely now putting country before party. Yes. Uh, she's finally thinking of the country rather than her loyalty to Loghain. And in the end, I'm I'm happy about how this went. She was a very minor villain. If you could even call her that. She wasn't really a... She's like a henchwoman. She's like the... No, I, I'm, she's not Kronk. Oh, uh, she, no. <laughs> she, uh, she's like um after the witch is dead in Wizard of Oz. The, the lackeys are like, you killed her. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's her? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, But she still... She wants us to show mercy because the bad things he's done doesn't erase the good he's done in the past, which I can understand. And so with that being said, she kind of steps out of the way and allows us to walk into the lands meet. And we do so with grace, with grace. and subtlety. Open the fucking doors! Boom! Hey, kick the door down. Stefan is here. 
Stevon is here, I'm queer, and I'm in charge. And I have a crown made by Karen. No, 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 no. Not, not here. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not gonna work this time. My lords and ladies of the Landsmeet. Dear Logan yeah, would that. have us give up our freedoms, our traditions, out of fear. <laughs> he placed us on this path, yet we should place our destiny in his hands? Must we sacrifice everything good about our nation to save it? Yeah, yeah you're so right, even. A fine performance. <laughs> yeah. That's so evil. <laughs> There's no but no one here is taken in by it. You would attempt to put a puppet on the throne, and every soul here knows it. The better question is who Ooh, will pull the strings. The strings. Ah! <laughs> Here we have the puppeteer. <laughs> we walk into this hall where the landsmeet is held, and there are these kind of balconies on the sides of the room where nobles are standing, and then nobles are also standing on the ground, and they're all just kind of watching, listening to Loghain spout all this stuff. And we walk up and we kind of like, walk up to kind of um intimidate him yeah sort of intimidate I, I guess more like like address him like um make ourselves known we kind of like walk down the center with our companions and that's when he says here's the puppeteer <laughs> and so now he he was kind of talking to all the nobles now he's kind of talking like directly to us and trying to make us answer for things and this is where our sort of back and forth starts from at this lands meet in front of all the normal <laughs> all, all the normal people all the normals <laughs> all the nobles of Ferelden. tell us warden how will the Orlesians take our nation from us will they deign to send their troops or simply issue their commands issue. to this would-be prince what do they offer you how much is the price of Ferelden honor now I think I'm conspiring with Orlais I'm not the one who portrayed Ferelden. Or should the blight is the threat here, not Orlay? Um, I guess that. Or, yes, let's talk about loyalty. To Alistair, your king. No, I want to use persuasion. I feel like that'll end better. The blight is the threat here, not Orlay. There are enough refugees in my Benorn now to make that abundantly clear. The south has fallen, Loghain. Will you let Darkspawn take the whole country for fear of Orlay? The blight is indeed real, Wolf. But do we need Grey Wardens to fight it? They claim that they alone can end the Blight. That's true. Yet they failed spectacularly against the Darkspawn at Ostagar. And they asked to bring with them four legions of Chevaliers. And once we open our borders to the Chevaliers, can we really expect them to simply return from whence they came? So here Loghain is trying to convince all these nobles that Orlay is just as much of a threat to Ferelden as the Blight, and that you don't need the Grey Wardens, who at this point are only from Orlay, besides us and Alistair. They're trying to convince the nobles that we don't need the Grey Wardens, we don't need the Orlesians, all we need is good old Ferelden. Good old Ferelden. I feel like I, I'm trying to think of a Ferelden chant that's like USA. <laughs> Ferelden! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so... Basically, he's saying, like, with the resources we have in Ferelden, we are strong enough to fight the Blight. We don't need to make ourselves vulnerable once we let the Orlesians into our, like, doorstep, you know, just mm -hmm. to fight off this Blight. 
And so obviously we want the Grey Wardens help in the Blight. And even so, that doesn't change like his transgressions against the Grey Wardens. So we're kind of given the opportunity to shove something in his face so we can be like, you're the one who fled Ostagar and let Kaelin die. Or we can say, you sold Ferelden citizens into slavery. Or we can be like, how tortured people. So we kind of have a list of things that we have against we him. Have, we have so many like awful things. This is exactly. like us at a debate. <laughs> this is this is our... Uh, this is this literally is a debate. <clears throat> this is a debate. This is... Uh, I swear there's a moderator somewhere. Freaking Anderson Cooper's in the background. <laughs> yeah, so we our dialogue options right now kind of like allow us to bring up some of the things. And we eventually decide to bring up you sold Ferelden citizens into slavery because, if you remember, we have papers that actually do incriminate him. And so that's the easiest one that to make him, like, not have a rebuttal for. We have proof of that. Let's say that. We don't have proof of the Ostagar thing. Let's say this one. You sold Ferelden citizens What's into this? slavery to fund your war. There is no slavery in Ferelden. Explain yourself. There is no saving the alienage. You won't even... Damage from the riots has yet to be repaired. Doesn't even deny it. There are bodies still rotting in their homes. It is not a place I would send my worst enemy. There is no chance of holding it if the Blight comes here. Despite what you may think, Warden, I have done my duty. Whatever my regrets may be for the Elves, I have done what was needed for the good of Ferelden. Was sending an apostate to poison Eamon your duty as well? Mmm. Should I say that? Yeah. There's so many good ones. Like, did you let Howe torture citizens for the good of Ferelden? I'm gonna say it was sending a positive poison even your duty as well. Okay. I assure you, Warden, if I were going to send someone, it would be my own soldiers. I would not trust to the discretion of an apostate. Which is why you... Didn't. Indeed. My brother tells a very different tale. He says you snatched a blood mage from the Chantry's justice. Coincidence? Mm. Do not think the Chantry will overlook this, Terran Loghain. Interference in a Templar's sacred duties is an offense against the Maker. Whatever I have done, I will answer for later. At the moment, however, I wish to know what this Warden has done with my daughter. Changing the subject. We're discussing your crimes here. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. You took my daughter, our queen, by force, killing her guards in the process. What arts have you employed to keep her? Does she even still live? I believe I can speak. Okay, there. I was like, where is she? This part of the game is where I really was like, just sucked right in into yeah. this world. <laughs> because I just love crazy political shit. Especially if the crazy political shit is where we end up stopping a tyrant that's perfect that's exactly what this it's is it's amazing i love it and um when this happened and Nora came in and i did a very very like good like arm gesture where i was like yes yeah you know that arm gesture where you like you bend your arm and you kind of make a fist to the sky and bring it back down like a, yes like that baby that's like yeah that old meme <laughs> yeah manny literally did that during this he just goes and Nora's like i can speak for myself father and Manny's just like yeah like everything stacking up against Loghain and Manny couldn't be happier. I was so happy because I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yes. So Anora walks in. Perfect timing. 
to I just swear, confirm all of what we're saying. I swear to God, no. She she timed this. Like, she probably could have walked in at any Why didn't moment. she walk in with us? No, no, Brandon, because <laughs> she's a queen. And yes. she wants to come in at the right time. She has she's to like, make her entrance. She has to make an entrance, yes. Yes, so she does walk in. And she's here to confirm everything we've been saying and the co- lies sh- that he's construing. Lords and ladies of Ferelden, hear me. My father is no longer the man you know. This man is not the hero of Riverdale. This man turned his troops aside and refused to protect your king as he fought bravely against the dark. Riverdale got really weird. This man really? seized Cain's yeah, throne before fancy. his body was cold and locked me away. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know the game. I would have already been killed if not for this Grey Warden. The Queen speaks the truth. So, the Warden's influence has poisoned even your mind, Enora. I wanted to protect you from this. Kidnapping her? My lords and ladies! Killing her husband? Our land has been threatened before! It's been invaded and lost and won times beyond counting. We Ferelden's have proven that we will never truly be conquered so long as we are united. We must not let ourselves be divided now. We're all unified just Stand against you. Stand with me! And we shall defeat even the Blight itself! So, Anora came in, she did her work, and Loghain's like, you know what? We need to be united. Everyone unite with no, me, no, and we'll no. fight both Orle and no. the Blight. No one gets to bring fucking unity in this, when this guy kept dividing everyone. He's selling people to slaves. He betrayed me. He's letting Tim Curry torture people. He poisoned Eamon. He poisoned Eamon. This man yeah. caused so many fucking problems <laughs> and he has no right to be oh support me we need more unity this is bullshit he also caused the unrest in the um the tower yeah remember the blood mages were like Logan said we could have freedom this is <laughs> i can't i can't he's manipulating all for the sake of like following his his stupid racism yes <laughs> that's yeah. what it is he's just so hellbent against the orlesians that he doesn't like the gray wardens as a concept to, are opposed to his ideals. It's, and it, so they must all be eradicated. It's been years <laughs> since this damn Orlesian problem happened. <laughs> it's, it's done. Yes. I, I feel like this would be me in that room. <laughs> I, this would be me just yelling at, like just trying to make some stupid fucking sense. Because I've had enough. Yes. I, but um, <sighs> we get to now know what the nobles have to say because they're all going to rise up and say, who they support in this debate. Southreach stands with the Grey Wardens. Yeah. Waking Sea stands with the Grey Warden. Yeah. Dragon's Peak supports the Warden. Yeah. The Western Hills throw their lot in with the Wardens. Oh my god, this is so us. touching. This is so... I stand by Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with the Warden. <laughs> coming. We need the Grey Wardens. There's a one guy! I stand by Logan! <laughs> oh god! There's an option that says, ha, you lose. The, the Landsmeet is against you, Logan. Step, step down, down gracefully. gracefully. So we have almost completely unanimous like <laughs> support, except for fucking who I'm gonna call George. Yes. 
who fucking just goes, I stand with Logan. He's like the only man. And it's so funny because everyone else is just like a row of people like, I stand with the wardens. I stand with the wardens. And he comes, and the way he says it, it's so old timey. <laughs> and also the fact that there's music playing in every, everybody else's. But the music stops. <laughs> like right before could, him. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a perfect comedic beat. I stand with Logan. <laughs> He's like clearly alone. I'm just imagining everyone just staring at him, just like it's God. like the one like old man. He's like some conservative old man who doesn't want to listen to the kids. He's the Mitch McConnell. Oh my God, <laughs> that's enough of that already. Um, so yes, we have almost unanimous decision except for this one guy, and apparently that's enough to like continue debating it, despite it already being like a ninety percent in favor of the wardens. Traitors! Which of you stood against the Orlesian Emperor when his troops flattened your fields and raped your wives? You fought with us once, Eamon! You cared about this land once, before you got too old and fat and content to even see what you risk. None of you deserve a say in what happens here. None of you have spilled blood for this land the way I have. How dare you judge me! All of you men will sell this honorably. Yeah. Then, let us end this. <gasps> I suppose we both knew it would come to this. A man is made by the quality of his enemies. Marek told me that once. I wonder if it's more a compliment to you or me. Enough. Let the landsmeet declare the terms of the duel. Oh. It shall be fought according to tradition. A test of arms in single combat until one party yields. And we who are assembled will abide by the outcome. Why? Will you face me yourself? Everyone's against the game except one guy. Why do we have to duel to prove it? I blame George <laughs> for this. Because yeah. if George wasn't such a, uh, like, Op opposition. Yeah, we would have been like kicked Logan out with no problem. Right. Instead, we have to duel. There has we have to resort to violence. They're like, well, if you have a duel, we'll just follow whoever wins. But like, why? If there's a, there's just like ten percent of the room. It's really one guy. I'm giving generous um, amount. But let's say ten percent of the room supports one thing, and the rest of the ninety support the other. Oh, it's not unanimous, so we might as well just duel. Like, it's not fair! <laughs> like, it has to be unanimous, 100%. Otherwise, we duel? I guess that's how it works here in Pharrell. What kind of society? It's called unity. Oh my god, I hope Alistair gets rid of this barbaric... This is like the proving, except <laughs> a little better. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm not killing random people. That, like, like, have nothing to do with it. Yeah, at least I'm trying to hurt a known asshole. <laughs> At least the people fighting, like, it actually reflects something about them, even if it's just how good of a fighter they are. Yeah. But we have the opportunity to do a low gain, and this is how things will be decided. So what begins here is a cutscene where Loghain and uh, Stevan, who's dueling against him, like, face off. And they kind of walk in a circle, kind of like a... It's oh, like, it's like the a good, duel. bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yes. And they're just like walking around in circles, like, oh, like who's gonna go first? Who's gonna go first? And everyone backed up. They're like, all right, this duel's gonna go down. And then eventually they pull their swords and we get into a fight. Why does it have to end like this? Everyone's already against him. Except the one guy. 
It's like, well, just duel and we'll go with whoever's winning. Like, what? Why? We went through all this work. Everyone supports us. Ooh, very cinematic. Look at that. It's like dizzying a little. <laughs> I'll be ready, though, because I think you actually do have to fight the duel. Yeah, I don't think it's just like a cutscene. And so it begins. Yes. The fateful battle <laughs> of this game. It's not the battle between us and the and the the demon, the arch, the demon. arch demon. It's us and Loghain, because I hate Loghain <laughs> more than the arch demon. Yeah, the Darkspawn are just kind of an all-existing, all-existing, like a, a force that always exists. It's always around, yeah. and they're kind of mindless. But with Loghain, he's like, he's like a man who's fallen and become this like treacherous force that needs to be stopped. Yeah. And so we win against him. And it's one of those cutscenes where you don't actually kill him, and he falls to a knee. Yeah! That was easier than I thought. <laughs> Thank goodness for healing potions. I underestimated you, Warden. I thought you were like Kalen, a child wanting to play at war. I was wrong. There's a strength in you that I have not seen anywhere since Marek died. I yield. I, I don't want to kill him. I don't want... Because what does... Does that make me as... But isn't that the whole point of the duel? Until someone yields. This is a very weird point in the game for me. Because we just beat Loghain. Hooray. <laughs> <That's been okay. laughs> and you're given the option to uh accept his surrender because he's like i yield to you he accepts that he lost and you know it's very noble of him yeah he's at least like he's not fighting to the death he's willing to like understand when he's been beaten mm -hmm. which is good of Logan. yeah but this is very weird for me personally because as we've spoken about before i've played dragon age origins before and this is the one time where my, like, meta knowledge is really getting to me. And it's kind of <laughs> keeping me from allowing us to make, like, a natural decision. For the first time, really, at all through this playthrough. So, we're going to get into it in a bit. But I I know that Manny's not going to like what happens if you accept Loghain's surrender. Yeah. And choose to... Uh, let him live. Yeah, let him live. And so... I'm like very nervous at every point because Manny's like, I don't want to kill him. I don't want to kill him. And you're like, does that make me any better? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to go down to his level. Yeah. I don't want to be the evil person who just kills. Right. I'm not a killer. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> and throughout this entire game, every time we were like given the chance to kill, we have Stevan like not do it. Because mm -hmm. um, Stevan like doesn't want to be a killer for the sake of killing. I mean, except for... Uh, well, we were kind of forced to kill Arlhau. That was like in battle, yeah. you know, like that's t pretty typical of like throughout the game. Yeah. But normally if someone surrendered, we haven't been one to kill yeah, we in like, that situation. We kind of like show mercy. Yeah. And so there's the one time where I'm like, uh, are you sure, Manny? Like, he's a bad guy. I mean, he has, he has problems. We can <laughs> use him. That's my thing. Like, <laughs> like I'm sitting here like, are you sure you want to keep him alive? He's a pretty bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this wouldn't really be how I would yeah. react like the entire rest of the game. Mm -hmm. So it's a very hard moment for me. But uh, Riordan comes in just to make things harder because he has like a more 
pragmatic reason to keep Loghain alive, which just like muddles the waters even more. I accept his surrender. Okay. I didn't just hear you say that. You're going to let him live after everything he's done. Kill him already. Wait, there is another option. The tail <laughs> is a warrior and general of renown. Let him be of use. Let him go through the joining. No, I don't want to do that. Would that even work? He's not exactly loyal to us. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want this. What does loyalty matter? We are what we are. The joining that binds us to the darkspawn. You know this. This makes things difficult for me because Riordan essentially suggests instead of killing Loghain, you can conscript him as a Grey Warden and then you can use him as a general. Yeah, well, I mean, in the fight. It sounds like a good idea on paper. Yeah. Uh, but Loghain is fucking crazy. <laughs> and also, I don't like the fact that Alistair is, is I'm angry about it. I don't like Alistair being angry. Yeah, we're going to find out that Alistair is against this and Anora's for it. And I don't know, like, I don't know Enora. I don't know this bitch. <laughs> Alistair is my BFF. Enora, she's new. We don't know her motives. We okay. don't know what she wants. Yeah. So I should not trust Enora. This, that would have been a huge relief in the moment because I was like, oh my God, is he going to side with Alistair? Like, I don't know. Because I, I, me knowing the way Stevan has made decisions, like the way we've been playing as Stevan, mm -hmm. he would be the one to say like, you know what, Alistair, we can use him. Like, don't let your emotions cloud what could be best for the cause. And I was afraid that that's how Manny would see things. Oh, my God. And so I knew that Alistair was very against having Loghain be part of the Grey Wardens. And I knew <laughs> that if Manny was, like, was siding with this, he would regret it. So I'm just, like, like <laughs> I'm kind of, like, very sheepishly, like, I uh, side with Alistair. <laughs> like, without really... Like, it's Manny, please, just thank Alistair. Yeah, like, I'm trying to be calm, but I'm really doing a terrible job at it. The joining itself is often fatal, is it not? If he survives, you gain a general. If not, you have your revenge. Doesn't that satisfy you? Absolutely not. Riordan, this man abandoned our brothers and then blamed us for the deed. He hunted us down like animals. He tortured you. How can we simply forget that? I say with Alistair. I love that in this moment, I'm very clearly trying to... You're really trying to sway me. <laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as Alistair gives his pitch, I'm like, I side with Alistair. I side with Alistair. Manny, you should listen. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Manny's like, hmm, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's such I, a dilemma. And I clearly have my sight set. I'm like, I side with Alistair. I don't want him to be a great warden. He did so many terrible things. <laughs> but Brandon, we have to we have to think about second chances. No, no, he's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, eventually... Manny, he, I, I get him to agree with us and Alistair. Like Manny said, Anora. He gives me 500 bucks. And he's like, <laughs> yes, under the under the mic, under the covers, I give 500 bucks. Like, I side with Alistair, Manny, don't you? <laughs> I can't be bought, Brandon. But I'll accept your payment. <laughs> but I'll take it anyway. <laughs> um, And so we do side with Alistair. And we say that we will be putting Loghain to death, which... Loghain's actually surprisingly content with, but Anora's not happy. Maybe he's just really depressed and just like... <laughs> he's oh, just tired. He's just tired. It's like, my racism has just tired me out. <laughs> <laughs> he no. killed all the Grey Wardens. He has to die for his You can't do this. My father may have been wrong, 
but he is still a hero to the people. I don't piss her off either. Honora. Hush. It's over. See, he's content with it. Stop treating me like a child. This is serious. Daughters never grow up, Honora. They remain six years old with pigtails and skinned knees forever. Father. <laughs> Just make it quick, Warden. I can face the Maker knowing that Ferelden is in your hands. I think Alistair should do it. She, he's about to marry this girl. He's, he's gonna kill her father. That's true. Maybe we should do it. Very well. That that does lessen the blow. So we have decided <laughs> to kill him. We have. It, it took all the power in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Go against my moral compass. Yeah. And Loghain, again, he's kind of content with it. And Nora's like, no, like, you can't allow this. And he's like, enough. Hush, my darling. Hush, my darling. You're just a child. You're just a little baby girl. And she's just, okay, I need to address this. Because her outfit is so inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> for court. We're literally in court. We're in the lands meet with all the nobles of Ferelden. And here she is. And literally her boobs, like you can see every outline from a profile. You can literally see every curve in her bosom as if she's wearing spray on clothing. It's beautiful, Brandon. It's beautiful. The woman body. The womanly body is beautiful, but you don't wear clothes that show every last curve. You see exactly where the boob begins. Like, begins and ends and everything in between. At least it's like we don't see nipples. <laughs> just poking out. Just be like, boing. <laughs> no, but I just have to explain that because it's funny that this, like, this really serious, like, she's about to see her father die. And she's, <laughs> her chest is just out. But this leads into a cutscene where we do kill Loghain. And there's kind of ominous music, which makes it kind of worse um, <laughs> it's worse for my psyche. Thank you, Brandon. Yes, and we do have the chance to allow Alistair to do it, which he might like. But man, he made up a good point. That was uh, maybe if Alistair's about to marry Nora, he shouldn't be. The yeah, one to he do should it. be the one to do it. It should be me. Yeah, because we are the ones making the decision. Yeah, even though Alistair wanted it, and it turns out, and we're going to talk about it after all this, after the lands meet. But it turns out that there are consequences in game depending on who's the one to kill Loghain. Okay. So you actually did make the better choice. Oh, thank God. Um, but this does lead into that kind of ominous cutscene where it all happens. Oh my God, I don't like this, Brandon. I know he's evil. Oh! <laughs> Why did they splatter the blood on Honora? This is fucked up. They should. What I? You? They shouldn't have done it that way. This was your doing. No. <laughs> This cutscene is kind of fucked up. It is very fucked up. Okay, Brandon, here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> damn thing. Yes, we agreed to kill him. I thought it was going to be like, one, two, done. One, two, done. Go to the, go to the side of the road or somewhere, or yeah. we just have like a public Or hate. like it happens elsewhere, not like literally right here. Exactly. We don't have time to clean this up. So. <laughs> what happens, Manny? What happens is, freaking we swing at... Our Loghain, sword. Our sword at Loghain, and the blood splatters yeah, we like all... beheads him. We, we behead him. Yeah, and the blood splatter splatters all over Enora. Yeah, it literally lands on her, on her face, and uh, she like, Puh! like, she doesn't want to see it, but also like, the, re the, the recoil is like, you can see it, just when it hits her face, and she's like, ah! 
Now imagine, now imagine if Alistair did that and those two are getting married. It's just so cruel. Why would you, why would they make the decision? Not only do you, does she have to watch it and she objects to it and she's like, no, please don't kill my father. And then you do it brutally in the middle of, again, court. And then the blood splatters onto her. It's, it's, it's fucked up. I mean, yes, Logan's like a bad person, but you know what he is, Brandon? Yeah. He's a person. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I agree. You know my opinions. I saw the movie Heavyweights recently. Oh my God. And there's a part where despite <laughs> him being a villain, they trap Ben Stiller in an electrified cage and torture him. <laughs> this is a kid's movie. It was and meant I was against that. It was meant for comedy, Brandon. This, but this mirrors this situation because <laughs> just because Logan's bad person doesn't mean he deserves inhumane treatment and it's because of the way the consequences would have turned out that i advocated for this but i feel bad because in the moment you were clearly like i don't like this like your moral compass was kind of coming uh, yeah it was coming out and i felt bad but i knew that you would have been upset with the outcome later on yes so i'm sorry for forcing you to kill Logan. It's okay. I'm just gonna have to explain that to God when at the pearly gates, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure video game deaths are they counted. Count. <laughs> um. So unfortunately, uh, Anora had blood splattered on her. But the very next thing that happens is Eamon's like, "All right, well that makes uh, Alistair our king." <laughs> it's just like back to business as usual. And then, mind you, in the next cutscene. As this continues, there's no more blood on Anora. Oh, she had like a quick little spritz. Yeah. Like, someone spread some Windex on her and went like... Yeah. Oh, and I also like to imagine that the one guy who was like, I side with Logan. Got blood all Also got blood on <laughs> Like, Like every... <laughs> every person who was against... Uh, who was like supporting Logan. Yeah. Just got a little bit of blood on them too. Just like it <laughs> splattered all the way across the room. And he's also just... Eh, but it cleans off anyway. Um, so yes, here we are, and Alistair is now prompted to take the throne. So it is decided. Alistair will take his father's throne. Wait, what? No. When did this get decided? Nobody's decided that. Have they? So much for our plan to rule together. If Alistair would rather not have the throne, I am more than willing Wait, what to about take it. Why you I here? hardly think you're the appropriate person to mediate this, Enora. Warden. Will you help us? Yes, I can settle this. Are they going to be together? Yeah. As the arbiter of this dispute, what is your decision? Who will lead for Elvin? I believe, yeah, Alistair and I plan to marry and rule jointly. We do. I believe this is what King Merrick wanted. To see his blood tied to my father's to begin a new line of Ferelden kings. But I, I mean, I, I did swear an oath. What I mean is, I'm, I'm all for founding a new line of kings. <laughs> oh my god. But, well, there's the blight. What the king is trying to say, my lords and ladies, <laughs> he will be taking the field with his fellow great to the do battle with the archdemon. Yeah. Uh, yes. That. <laughs> Until oh then, god. I shall stay in Denerim and rule in my husband's absence, as I did for Caelan. But I trust Alistair shall reach a more heroic ending. My fellow Grey Warden will, I hope, take Logan. Oh my god, this is so awkward. He's so bad at this. Shall we finish this thing together? I could do no less, my king. So it's been settled. As we agreed upon, Anora and Alistair will rule together yes. as king and queen. Of course. Because 
we have to have both of them happy. I can't have <laughs> Nora be angry because then what if she turns into a father? What if she gets a bunch of people to come kill me? I can't oh, have her. What if people are loyal to her? What if people are loyal to her? Exactly. Because mm. she, you know, former, she, she's the queen. Yeah. People are going to be like, I side with the queen. And I yeah. know and you know what that's going to start, Brandon? You know what's going to start? Another fucking Orzammar Captain situation. Captain America Civil War. Captain America Civil War. <laughs> the only Civil War. Captain Pharrell did Civil War. Captain Pharrell did Civil War. But, yes, that would have been bad. Mm-hmm. So we do have them rule together. And also, Anora is probably a better ruler than Alistair. Yeah, Alistair <laughs> just, just doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, so I think this is a very good outcome that we have here. Yeah. I would, however... Okay, tell me. ...like to talk about okay. the different ways this can end, because I have not told Manny this. Ever since we played this in July, I've kept this quiet, because there are a lot of different ways this can end. And I've never looked it up either. Yes, which I'm proud of you for. I'm very happy. <laughs> so, um, regarding the duel... Uh, if you choose Alistair to be the one to duel Loghain, he will kill Loghain without you getting an option. Holy shit. He'll just end the duel by killing him, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, then Anora will refuse to marry him no matter what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And, like, all of her support for him will, like, dissipate. Like, she no longer supports him one bit. So, good thing we didn't have Alistair duel him. Even if, like, personally, that might be very meaningful, it would have, like, led to probably a very bad outcome. Yes. Now, regarding Riordan's offer to be a Grey Warden, if we agree and allow Loghain to be a Grey Warden, Alistair will become, like, fed up, and he will leave you. That's the only one I know. Yeah. Because you've told me that Because I did tell you that. Because yeah. I was like, okay, I, this is why I was really heavily... So he will leave you. And he'll no longer be in your party. And you can recruit Loghain in his place. So then Loghain actually becomes a secret party member for you. And there's even, like, feast day gifts for him. Uh-huh. And I think he has, like, a quest, like, a personal quest, possibly. I'm not sure. But <laughs> but you can recruit him, which is kind of crazy. That's weird. For him to just, like, be in your party. And mm-hmm. he has all this, like, party banter and stuff, too. <laughs> um, So that's also possible. Um. And if Alistair's ruling alone without Anora, then he you can't recruit Loghain. Alistair will order Loghain's death by royal decree. Like, even if you try to make yeah. him a Grey Warden. So, we wouldn't have had that because we had them ruled together. But, uh, anyway, some other things that I think are interesting, just to go through, like, some of the list of possibilities. Uh-huh. So, if you decide not to kill Loghain and Anora is ruling alone... Then Alistair leaves you and becomes a drunk. That I knew of. Yeah, I think I might have told you that, that he can become a drunk. Um, If you don't kill Loghain and support Anora, then she may decide to execute Alistair. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes. Um, So you you would have to persuade her to to not execute Alistair, and then he becomes a drunk. So that's kind of like... Oh, almost the good option of the two because she can execute him mm-hmm. which is really sad um so there's the option that we didn't get he he would have to be hardened for this but you can decide to have Locaine live they rule together Alistair and Anora, and then Alistair remains king but doesn't join you in the battle Ooh. so he still leaves you but he at least decides to still remain king and he's just like you do your thing I'm gonna be king take Loghain I don't care basically so you kind of have like an outing 
like a oh no it's like friendship breakup yeah exactly no that's even worse <laughs> yeah so you gotta go your separate ways and he continues to be king yeah so if you support alistair alone you can either kill Logan or he can uh, like just decree that he should be killed mm-hmm. um and that actually requires that you have like really substantial support from the landsmeet people in order to do it because you would have to like convince them to agree to have alistair alone for that one um, what are some other good ones here? So, uh, ooh, you can kill Loghain and support Anora solely as queen. So, uh, Anora is a sole ruler. She will not execute Alistair, even if he kills Loghain, but she forces him to renounce all of his family's claim to the throne. Jesus. So basically, like her bloodline's the new, the new bloodline, like, royal bloodline. Royal. Okay. So, what's the and there's, the, there's what we got, which is Alistair doesn't fight in the duel. We kill Loghain himself. Anor and Alistair rule together. And they must have agreed to that before the lands meet in order for this. Um, Alistair stays with you until the blight is ended. And um, in order to do that, you must not select any dialogue that pertains to having Loghain join you. So even if even the smallest inkling of allowing Loghain to be part of the Grey Wardens will like sully this. <laughs> and it'll cause him to not marry Anora. So we really, like, thanks to my <laughs> scrutiny, if we, like, even showed a little bit of hesitation that we wanted Logan to join the Great Wardens, Alistair would have been, like, done. Oh, my God. Thank you, Brandon. So, thank that's you that. so much. You're welcome. There are other ways for this to go down as well. Oh. Um, if you were a female human noble, you can be queen. Oh. And Alistair can be king. So Nora's out of the picture. Oh, get her out. Yeah. Uh, no one needs her. So if only we were a female, if everything else was the same and we were female, and then the world would be we perfect. could have romanced Alistair and we could have been his queen. That would have been beautiful. Yeah. If you're a female that's romancing him and not a human noble, you can still be with him, but you have to be like his mistress. So like if you were a dwarf? Yeah. Like if you were a dwarf female or like an elf female and you were romancing him, then you would have to remain his mistress. Um, and you wouldn't be allowed to be queen. That's racist. It is racist, but that's the the society, sadly. Um, and if you're the male human noble, so us, something we could have done is marry Anora and fuck up and at- be king with Anora as queen. Oh my! So God. we could have like stolen the throne from Alistair ourselves. Uh, but uh, but Stevan would never have done that. Stevan would never. Once Stevan's in a loving relationship with Zevran, we can't do that. But even if he wasn't, he would never do that to Alistair. He would never do that to Alistair. But BFFs. Yes, but it is possible he could have um, married Nora, and Alistair would. You either spare him and let him be a drunk. You could execute Alistair. What? With you as king. No. Yeah. That, no, I would never play this game ever again. <laughs> because that just, I would feel terrible. I would never want to touch, I wouldn't even want to go into Dragon Age 2. If, <laughs> if, I, if, if I knew Dragon if I did Age Origins, that. we steal the throne and then kill Alistair after everything we've been to, through together. Oh How fucked up is that? Um. So yeah, those are all the different endings. Fun fact, yeah. uh, no matter what, Anora will always live. Okay. So she won't die. She'll just get blood splattered on her. Um, <laughs> however, she can be imprisoned. <laughs> oh, she can go into the popo. Yes. Um, yeah, but uh, the, that that's that. And in the moment, we're kind of forced 
now to reflect on our choices now that the lands meet is over. <laughs> and we end up back in Arl Eamon's room. And after kind of reflecting a bit in the load screen, we end up being confronted by Alistair. Because if you remember, he doesn't actually want to be king. He's normally so conversational. And it's like he's trying to be a king. It's oh. like he's pretending to be a king. That's what it sounds like. Oh my god. Not only did we kill him, mm-hmm. but the blood splattered on his daughter. Yeah, that they should. <laughs> that made it way worse. That made me feel guilty. Yeah, but it's fine. Because I don't think he should have become a Grey Warden. That's true. Because he betrayed the Grey Wardens and killed and had them all killed. This is the point where Alistair walks in, the room loads, and what we see is Alistair walking on in, and he's like, Listen, Stevan, how could you do this to me? <laughs> it sound like he's a cowboy. <laughs> Listen, Stevan, how could you do this to me? How dare you? You know I don't want to be king. I want to just be sheriff of this town. <laughs> <laughs> he's very upset at us, and we probably respond in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> because what we say is, oh, <laughs> congrats oh. on the engagement, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, was you, insensitive. You, you know what? This is how I would, um, if I was in a stressful situation, that's <laughs> how I would respond. Like, well, you know, let's look at the bright side. You're engaged. <laughs> Congrats on finding the love of your life. <laughs> yes, but uh, that doesn't soothe things. No. Congratulations on your engagement, by Congratulations. Congratulations? Why would you do this to me? How could you? I've done nothing but regret my blood since the day I was born. I don't want this. I never wanted this. I hate the very idea of it. I thought we were friends. You knew how I felt about this, yet you went ahead and did it anyway. Why? Before the Nor rule on her own, your country... This country needs you, Alistair. We are friends. This is a good thing. No, I want to say this country needs you, Alistair. Your country needs you, Alistair. And what I want doesn't factor in anywhere, does it? Funny how it always works out like that. I've just never thought of myself as a leader. I'm going to make a terrible king, you have to know that. You're How letting your own self-esteem get in the, the way. Of everyone in the kingdom? I guess I don't really have a choice in this now, do I? I'll do my best, of course, and I expect that you'll be there to help me, right? If you want me there, of course I will. Good. Then it's settled. I kind of love this conversation. It really feels like we're coming up on the end because not only is it like we have the lands meet, we defeated Loghain, and but now it's like all the beats of like a movie when it's coming up to the end are kind of being hit too because oh. it's like the best friend coming up that's been by your side all along and they're getting like in a fight. Like, why would you do this? You were supposed to be my friend. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, we can't do this now, Alistair. It's like all the dramatic points you would expect from like a penultimate episode. Yeah. Where, like the friends get into like an uh, argument and you think, oh no, what if their friendship's going to be sullied? <laughs> and then like, it's just going to cut to black <laughs> when like the big part happens and then... It's just, it'll be resolved, man. It'll be resolved by the finale, right? Yeah. But uh, we kind of do resolve it already because uh, we, we kind of mentioned that we feel that Alistair's self-esteem is kind of getting in his way, that he mm-hmm. feels like he does he can't be a good king, and that's sort of his reasoning for why he shouldn't be. And <laughs> it kind of resolves with us being like, you'll be a good king, and plus, I'll be there right beside you throughout the whole thing. <laughs> and that kind of ends up being his like his uh not rock but his 
reasoning to feel better about the whole situation is to know that at least we'll be there with him along the way. And once that's kind of neatly resolved, we make our way over to Redcliffe because this is where the Darkspawn are supposedly converging upon. And so we take our armies and head on over. We're coming up on the end. We are doing it. And it's gonna be smooth sailing, right? And the freaking course, the person to end this has to be me. Why wouldn't it? I know. Look at the impact we've had. When we started this, we had no one. It was just us and Alistair surviving a terrible battle. And now? And now we have all these armies supporting us. Oh. And Alistair is king. We, th this has been a crazy ride. We're here. We're ready. It's, it's you. The Grey Warden. <laughs> Once we arrive at Redcliffe, we're greeted by this man <laughs> who's like, you are the Grey Warden. Like, oh, please. Oh, me. My name is Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're told that Darkspawn are already uh, have already arrived at Redcliffe and are attacking in small amounts. And everyone's retreated, but they need to be dealt with. So we run around Redcliffe and we're killing people and whatever. And it's very easy. In fact, a lot of them go down in one hit. Yeah. And this is actually um, a purposeful thing, I believe, on the developer's part. Because they wanted you to feel like you're like slicing through them. Yeah. But it just kind of feels anticlimactic. Because yeah. it's just like really easy. You're just like... And they're it's dead. Just like, done. It was, it's just like, it doesn't feel it, badass. It's like the growth that has happened. You started here yeah. as just the son of a noble. <laughs> and then you went to badass uh, camp. <laughs> and then you went on this journey and a stupid political thing. <laughs> and then <laughs> now you're here. Yeah. And I guess they're supposed to show you like, see, look how strong you are. But it's a little bit anticlimactic to me anyway. I mean, I, f I, I feel powerful. That's how I feel. Do you? I feel, because if I'm going to kill these things in one hit. I guess. I feel like, oh my god, I'm so fucking badass. <laughs> like so. when you play, So it worked on you. Like when you play Kingdom Hearts and you fight Heartless and like you really kill them in like one swing. Mm -hmm. don't, don't you feel powerful? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's how I feel <laughs> with this. Um, but in the middle of all of this, what's even more important is we accidentally click on win. And... A conversation starts up where she talks about her feelings about Zevrin. If you remember, in the past, she wasn't she wasn't very keen on Zevrin. Oh no, not at all. She she spoke her heart out. Yes, about Zevrin. Yes, she said that it's not in our best interest to get caught up with him. That all he wants is is not love, but he wants physicality. And even if we were to fall in love, then it's not a Grey Warden's duty to fall in love. But things look to have changed. What's on your mind? Nothing! I shouldn't have disturbed you. Have you changed your mind about Zevrin? Oh my god, ask it. I have watched you for a time, and perhaps I was wrong. There seems to be something special between the two of you. His demeanor changes when he's with you. There is a tenderness to his I game. wish you... I've never seen would, until now. You know, be here for this? Be here for this? Are you trying to apologize for what you said? See, oh, but I've seen it from the start. But, but I've seen it from the start. Perhaps he just allowed you to see it. I think I was too harsh in my judgment before. Aww. And I am sorry. Apology accepted. You wanted the best for both of us. Oh, that's nice. What you have may not last forever. 
Death and duty may part you, but love's worthiness is not diminished a, because of that. What a small plot point to be wrapping up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they knew that this was that this was really important to you. Yes. Because like we were all for win, and then when she cast doubt on you and Zevran, you like you kind of held it in you for a little bit. What like I, that's amazing that like this is really coming around. This is very beautiful. This is the most beautiful moment I've experienced <laughs> in this game. The most beautiful moment. I find this is this is a, an arc. That yeah. I feel like I wish I could see uh winds when uh changing throughout time with her relationship yeah. with Severin. This like, is so organic. Very like Like this started because we spoke to Wynn, if you remember, it was in the ruined temple where the werewolves were. Mm -hmm. And we accidentally spoke to her while standing atop the corpses of spiders. <laughs> Very, very serious moment. And she was like, I have something to tell you about Severin. Right? And you were mm -hmm. very upset at her. I was very upset at her because she has no fucking right to okay, judge wow. my relationship. My she's not judge. She's just trying to give you advice. Oh, she's giving me advice. She's like, no, you shouldn't love because love is stupid my, yeah. and you're going to die. So shut up and okay. stop it. Okay, okay. No, I don't like that. Uh, Manny, we're no. trying to talk about the growth here. Okay, but let me let me finish. Let me finish. Oh my god, we talked about this. No, because Brandon, yeah. people should love no matter what. Yeah. Wherever you are, whoever you okay. are, you mm -hmm. should always love. No one should stop you from loving. We're talking about the growth here, okay? When came around, and we should be focusing on that. Because this time, it's atop the corpses of Darkspawn that we accidentally talked to her. And she has a whole new outlook. And... It's in the penultimate episode, and this is an arc that I would never have expected the writers to come around on. But they know, did it in yeah. the penultimate episode. They brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's that's somewhat beautiful. That, that's very beautiful. It's like everything's getting wrapped up. Yeah. It's like the game knew how much it meant to you. Mm -hmm. And they are like, here, Manny, let's deliver Wynn's personal growth and respect for you and Zevran right here and now. And I think that's kind of beautiful. It's very beautiful. Um, you know, it's not beautiful. Oh, what's well, not beautiful, Brandon? Bad things are happening, Brandon. It's true. We make our way to Redcliffe Castle, mm -hmm. and we meet with uh, Eamon and Riordan and all the gang, and it turns out <laughs> that the Darkspawn, even though they're here in, like, small bits, the Darkspawn <laughs> horde with the Archdemon in it is actually going to Denerim, where we just were. So now, after taking our entire army to Redcliffe, we now have to take everyone all the way back. And I guess they miscalculated, and now we're like, oh, will we have enough time to bring everything over to Denerim, all of our armies, before they make it there? It's freaking crazy. And so now there's all this drama about whether we'll make it to Denerim in time, despite that we were just there. there. And, like, nowhere throughout the entire journey all the way to Redcliffe did anyone say, hmm, maybe, like, the Darkspawn are actually within, going to Denerim. Within, what, like, our month of traveling to Redcliffe? If, if we're going by Dagna's timeline. <laughs> yeah. I think they said it's, like, three days. <laughs> Oh, God. Because <laughs> I think in this conversation, they're about to say that the Darkspawn will be there in three days. And they're like, will we make it? It's definitely not like like three weeks, which yeah. is what Dagda would say. <laughs> but anyway, um, we find out that the Darkspawn are actually headed to Denerim. Has word been sent to Denerim? Word has been sent that they need more than warning. They need our armies. There is, I'm afraid, one other piece of news that is of even greater concern. What is it? The Archdemon has shown itself. The dragon is at the head of the Horde. Make her preserve us. But we can't reach Denerim within two days, can we? It's too far. We must begin a forced march to the capital immediately with what we have. 
Denerim must be defended at all costs. Al Eamon, how long before the army can set out? By daybreak. Then let's get them ready. I won't let all those people die without giving them a chance. And just how are we supposed to defeat this archdemon? I was wondering that myself. Then you don't know. Of course not. You're both new recruits Duncan wouldn't have expected. We have to rush our planning for our uh, trip to Denerim and how we're going to defeat the Archdemon. And we raise the question, how do you even beat the Archdemon? Like, it's supposed to be that only Grey Wardens can defeat it. But is that just our, like, hubris? Like, we're the only ones great enough? Or what's the actual deal here? And so, Riordan says, oh, you didn't know? Oh, there's a secret. We there's have to tell you. There's apparently a secret. Um... And he says, oh, Duncan didn't tell you, huh? Well, he wouldn't have expected you to be the only living Grey Wardens. But the way he says it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Duncan wouldn't have expected. Dot, dot, dot. It's supposed to be a dot, dot, dot. But he just says, you're both the only recruits left. Duncan wouldn't have expected. <laughs> <It's just laughs> like, it. Is that it? Are you done talking? That's it? That's your end of your sentence? Okay. <laughs> um, so he invites us over to his bedroom. Do you have to say it better than that, friend? <laughs> yeah, you can't just leave it out like that. Oh, he invites us into his bedroom. <laughs> it's like, he invites us into his bedroom to speak. Yes. Not to do anything remotely sensual. No, I didn't say it like that. But the way you kind of implied, <laughs> it was good. Like, he invites us to his bedroom. He invites us to his bedroom. And uh, he's going to reveal the secret to us once we're all alone. So we head over there and it's just... Stevan, Alistair, and Riordan. You're both here. Good. Please know I assumed you had already been told. Otherwise, I would have told you this when you freed me in Denerim. I'm sorry. What is it? What are you apologizing for? Tell me, have you ever wondered why the Grey Wardens are needed to defeat the Darkspawn? I assume it's something to do with the taint in us? Yeah, because we're the only ones That who... is exactly what it involves. Yeah. The Archdemon may be slain, as any other Darkspawn. But should any other than a Grey Warden do the slaying, it will not be enough. The essence of the beast will pass through the taint to the nearest Darkspawn and will be reborn anew in that body. The dragon is thus all but immortal. But if the Archdemon is slain by a Grey Warden, its essence travels into the Grey Warden instead. And what happens to the Grey Warden? The Darkspawn is an empty, soulless vessel, but a Grey Warden is not. The essence of the Archdemon is destroyed, and so is the Grey Warden. Meaning, the Grey Warden who kills the Archdemon dies? Yes. Without the Archdemon, the Blight ends. It is the only way. Of course. You know what? I kind of predicted this. <laughs> of course someone has to die to kill this thing. Someone has to die. I, I, it can't just be a happy ending. It's so damn cliche. I've had enough of negative <laughs> oh, stories no. of, of like bad endings. I just don't like it. But I understand, mm -hmm. you know, that it has to be done. Yeah. I mean, in a game all about like choices, right? All about making decisions. What a great like dilemma yeah. Where, like, one of us, one of the three of us, is gonna have to die in this battle. It's really kind of sad. And it's just sprung upon us right now. If we never met Riordan, we might not even have known this. Exactly. We probably would have failed. 
<laughs> or we would finally kill the archdemon and be like, oh shit, what's happening? What's happening to me? Am I dying? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we find out that someone has to die. And there's the big Grey Warden secret. So we have to figure out, like, what does this mean? How, how are we going to move on from this? Who's the one that's going to die? Who's the one that's going to die? What's going to happen? I <laughs> will take the final blow myself. Or should I say it's up to the three of us to kill this thing? Uh, there would have to still be one to do the final blow, right? Yeah. So you're saying Stevan would sacrifice himself? Yeah. Wow, you're very you're very uh, firm about this. Uh, this is the world. That's true. I am not important. Everybody else is. Okay, then I'll take the final blow myself. It warms my heart to see such courage. But do not hurry so to sacrifice your life. If possible, the final blow should be mine to make. Okay, sure. I will see you once the army is ready to march, then. I guess this ends soon. One way or another. That it does, my friend. That it does. Can Dobby free them? So, we offer... To do the deed ourselves, but then Riordan says he'll do it. And it's like, oh, thank God. We're very Woo! relieved. Good job, Riordan. Everyone's going to miss you. <laughs> we were so brave, like, I'll be the one to do the final blow. And then, oh, oh thank God. Oh, woo. I thought I was actually going to have to die for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this ends with the agreement that Riordan, as the veteran Grey Warden, is going to be the one to do the final blow. And if for some reason he can't, then Stevan will step in. Yeah. Because, in all seriousness, Alistair's the king, and he's the most important. He's, you know, brave enough and willing enough to fight as it is. Mm-hmm. We're not going to make him be the one he's to like, die. He's like the last resort. Yeah, he's only if it's truly necessary to end the blight. But otherwise, like, he's the king and he needs to be protected. I swear to God, though, I feel like Honora wants Alistair to die. <laughs> and just be on her own. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you can go into battle. Be, uh, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> oh, let me just tie your shoes a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Loosen them up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so it ends with Alistair being like, I'll see you on the battlefield. Tomorrow it all ends. And it's just so, like... It's all coming to an end. It's crazy. This truly is like the second to last episode of a season. This is, yeah. Where you feel like everything's coming together and just the anticipation for the finale is building up and building up. And what is the end of a season without the end to a satisfying romance arc? Oh, yeah. Satisfying romance arc. Yes, because... We have that. We do have that. (laughs) Uh, We decide to talk to Zevran. And the conversation of this big Grey Warden secret doesn't come up. But we do talk to him about our romance and try to get a bit of closure before this fateful battle. It seems an appropriate moment to give you this. Is that an earring? I acquired it on my very first job for the Crows. A Raveni merchant prince, and he was wearing a single jeweled earring when I killed him. In fact, that's about all he was wearing. I thought it was beautiful and took it to mark the occasion. I've kept it since, and I'd like you to have it. It's a fine gift, Severin, thank you. Don't get the wrong idea about it. You killed Talison. As far as the crows will be concerned, I died with him. That means I'm free, at least for now. Feel free to sell it or wear it, whatever you like. It's really 
the least I could give you in return. So I'm not a token of affection, then? I, look, just, just take it. Oh. It, it's meant a lot to me, but so have, so has what you've done. Please, take it. Nice. I'll only take it and need something. Oh, God. I'm glad to, Ben. I'm glad to, Ben. I have no better way to say it. Thank you. We're gonna shake hands. Let's talk about it again. I am yours. I am yours, is what he says now. Oh. Again? I'm game. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, so that was the closest. That was like, yeah, that's I am yours now. So this is as close as I can get <laughs> to a beautiful romantic moment with Zevran. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, should be satisfied, I guess. This is the most Zevran-y way to do it because he's kind of like shy about it. Normally he's very upfront when it comes to physicality, but he's like, we're like, so this earring you're giving me, it's not a token of affection. He goes, look, just, just take it, please. You know? Oh my god! I, you know, I'm, start, I'm starting to get really emotional right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, like there are there are aspects to it that yeah. are sweet. I just wish it was a little more explicit, mm -hmm. and he was willing to take that step because this is like the culmination of everything. And for him to be able to say like, "I love you," I love you, or even admit like how meaningful you are to him, mm -hmm. which he does in a way. But it, it's nice that in the most Zevran way that he can muster, he does. I mean, like, the walls are starting to come down. Yeah. And you're starting to see his true self. Yeah. I mean, he's still Zevran. Right. But um, he, he has a little bit of a of a softer side yeah. to him uh, in this specific scene. And, you know, it's kind of like life, you know? Like, not everything comes to a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. Sometimes people aren't able to get over their personal, like... um. I don't want to say downfalls, but their personal like things that are holding them back, mm -hmm. even if it is like the best moment to do so. Sometimes yeah. people just can't get over that emotional hurdle. Mm -hmm. And if Zevran, even though this is the most opportune time, just because he isn't able to make that leap that he's not ready for, doesn't mean that the sentiment isn't there. Yeah. And so in that sense, I do respect like this scene, even though it feels unsatisfying. Yeah. I respect that the fact that it's unsatisfying is true to, to Zevran. Who Zevran is, yeah. So at least in that respect, I I do like the scene, but it's also kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, because this is really like the last opportunity for romance we're gonna have, unless we like stop him mid battle or something. Yeah, I'd be like, know? let's fuck right now before <laughs> surrounded by dark spawn. Yeah, let's disorient them with our love. <laughs> um, I doubt that's gonna happen. So this is really like the last opportunity, you know, the night before, mm -hmm. and um, it's sweet, but also a little anticlimactic. Um, but this does lead into a different scene. A very, very important yes, scene. Yes, because it's time to go to bed before the battle. And so Zevran goes to his chambers. And uh, where we were with Zevran, there was like a whole room of all of our companions. But someone was noticeably absent. Morgan wasn't there. And when you go up to your room, you see that she's waiting for you in our room. And it's like, why, why are you here? <laughs> and she lays it all out for us. Morgan. Morgan? Do not be alarmed. It is only I. Morgan. Morgan, is everything all right? I am well. Tis you who are in danger. Oh. I have a plan, you see. A way out. The loop in your home. 
I know what happens when the Archdemon dies. I know a Grey Warden must be sacrificed, and that sacrifice could be you. I have come to tell you that this does not need to be. Does not need to be? What do you mean? I offer a way out. A way out for all the Grey Wardens that there need be no sacrifice. A ritual. Performed on the eve of battle, in the dark of night. Just what sort of ritual is this? It is old magic. From a time before the Circle of Magi was created. Some might call it blood magic, but that is but a name. There is far more to fear in this world than names. Then tell me more. What I propose is this. Lay with me, here tonight, and from our joining, a child will be conceived. The child will bear the taint, and when the Archdemon is slain, its essence will seek the child like a beacon. At this early stage, the child can absorb that essence and not perish. The Archdemon is still destroyed with no Grey Warden dying in the process. Um, so the child becomes a darkspawn? Not at all. It will become something different. A child born with the soul of an old god. After this is done, you allow me to walk away. And you do not follow. Ever. The child will be mine to raise as I wish. So Morgan has come to our room with a proposal. Oh, what a proposal it is. And she basically like sits on our bed and she's like, lay with me. Like have <laughs> sex with me tonight. And right I'll here save now. your life. <laughs> and it's and just, like, oh my God. This is just out of the blue. Yeah. And really, really uncomfortable yeah. to, to, to listen through. I, I, I... <laughs> so essentially to, to lay it all out, if you missed it, Morgan um, says that the reason she joined us to begin with is to perform this ritual in which we conceive a child. She conceives a child with a Grey Warden. And that night, you know, the the night before the big battle, essentially, the night before the Archdemon is killed, you lay with the Grey Warden, you conceive a child, and when the um when the Archdemon is killed, the soul of the old god that would go into the Great Warden and then destroy the both of them would instead go into the baby, thus allowing the Great Warden to live. And the baby would be born with the soul, but supposedly it's fine, you know? It's fine. Yeah. There's nothing bad with it. It's just like, the baby will be fine. It just has an old god soul in it, but it's not going to be a <laughs> dark spawn. So it's like, right now we think Riordan's going to die. That's the plan. But this could save his life. And if anything goes wrong with Riordan, it could save our life. Mm -hmm. So we're essentially given the option of, do we save our life and allow Morgan to have this child that we know nothing about, that's going to have like the soul of an old god in it? Or do we like bite the bullet and allow one of our Grey Wardens to die, potentially even ourselves? And so it's a very hard dilemma. It's, it's a very... It's a my moral compass is going off the fucking rails right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, it's it's like if you really think that I I have like a really staunch moral compass beforehand, <laughs> this is where it hits it right now. Yeah, and it's the combination of that, and also it's like 
have sex with me. Like, if it were anything else, it would already be, like, a hard decision. And the mm-hmm. fact that it's also, like, have sex with me right yeah. now. It's like, whoa, Morgan. Well, okay, calm down. I like down. you as a friend. Uh- <laughs> and she's just sitting there with her twine titties out. <laughs> And it kind of looks like she's seducing us because she's sitting on the bed with her tits out and she's just looking up at us. It's like, what, Morgan, you know I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't working if this is how you think you're going to get it done. Yeah. So we're just kind of left to think about it and ask her some clarifying questions. (laughs) This is such a weird, like, thing. Uh, Um... How do you even know this will work? Wait, I want to know more about this child. Yeah. As you wish. Um, will the child be evil? What will it become? Allow me to say that what I seek is the essence of the old god that once was, and not the dark forces that corrupted it. Some things are worth preserving in this world. Make of that what you will. Mm, What do you intend to do with this child? I do not wish to tell you. I insist uh, I need to know your plan. Yeah. The child will represent freedom. For an ancient power, a chance to be reborn apart from the taint. Is that not reason enough to do it? I will raise the child apart from the rest of society and teach it to respect that from which it came. Beyond that, you need know nothing else. What? The child will be hurt, really. Ignoring that after but one night it could barely be called a child, no, it will not be hurt. It will be changed. It's going to be my child. Will, will I, I ever see, see it? it? No, you never will. This is all I ask in return for freeing you from the burden the Grey Wardens have placed upon you. Enough about the child. Yeah. Then you have decided? No. Um, how do you even know this will work? This is what my mother intended when she sent me with you. She was the one who first gave me this ritual and told me of what I was meant to do. This does not surprise you, does it? Did you not wonder why Flemeth saved your life? Why she aided you? This is why. What is important is that I am offering this to you now. It will work, and it will save your life. So, Flemeth sent Morgan with us so that Morgan, knowing that Morgan could have a child with us that would gain the soul of the old god within the archdemon. And I guess either Morgan or Flemeth or both want that for some purpose. And that's why she was sent to us in the first place. I mean, I assume Morgan's not working with Flemeth considering she wanted Flemeth dead. Mm -hmm. But point being I guess Flemeth wanted something with the old with the baby and Morgan also wants something to do with the baby even if it's apart from Flemeth just having that knowledge so do we save our life and agree to that and let Morgan have a child with the soul of the old god in it supposedly not corrupted soul or do we not agree and die killing the archdemon. I don't want this child to be, you know, like it's it's gonna be changed. But like, like you don't want to give birth to it, or not give birth, but you don't want to like birth a child that has like the soul of a 
archdemon? Yeah. I'm an old god? No, I don't want that. What about you? I mean, it would be nice to be alive, but do you trust Morgan or not? There is a creepy music playing in the back of Rowd. I feel like there's always there've always, there's always been this like iffy level of trust with, with you and Morgan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like sometimes I feel like Morgan's like a good ally. Like she saved us, you know. But then sometimes it's like you don't know what she intends, and she's not she's purposely not giving us all the information. I don't want to agree to this. You don't want to. I don't want to agree to this. If we don't agree to this, then we are dying. We are gonna have to die killing our demon. That's the, the. I I'm willing to sacrifice myself for the good of Ferelden. I don't want her to have a demon baby. Especially, I don't know what her intentions are. You don't think I will actually go through with this? Why? Because of Zevran? Do you really believe that he would risk your death when it could be avoided? Consider the possibility that Riordan may Zephyr not be there to make the final blow as he plans. What then? Do you run away? Do you let Alistair, the future king of Ferelden, take the blow instead? And what if he does not make it to the Archdemon either? Would you truly choose death rather than lay with me for one night? Would you deny yourself the tomorrows and all its rewards? I forgot that Zevran doesn't know that you're gonna die. You're, you're not gonna have any fruit future with Zevran. <laughs> Lovely game. You're not gonna travel with Liliana like you said you would. Remember that conversation? Oh God. Things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> there are things you would have to leave behind if you were to die. You said you'd be there for Alistair. Oh my god, I hate you! Baby. I just thought of that. I mean, Alistair was there when we first said that we were gonna be the one to give the blow. Yeah. But that was another thing we said. I believe he could be a good king without me. I'll be with him in spirit. So do you think all those things and whatnot are okay if we if we sacrifice ourselves? What if this baby becomes something though? What, like something bad? Something bad. According to Morgan, she said the soul isn't corrupted. And it's yet, gonna it's gonna be like what it was before the Archdemon. This is freaking coming from this was planned by Philemeth, a woman who turns into a dragon and is evil and knows the steps. Well we don't <laughs> Well we don't know if she's evil. She did save us, but then again, Morgan's considering that maybe she saved us for, for this reason. purpose. Though, I don't want to agree to it, but but I don't want to disappoint my friends. Like Zevran and Liliana and Alistair and everyone else. What would they think if I birthed a demon baby? I mean, they would have to... Well, I guess it's a secret that this, you're going to die. This is such a selfish thing, though. That's right. It is very selfish to take the this route out by basically passing the burden on to a child. Yeah. And then what happens when the child grows up and dies? Like, you could say the child exactly. will be corrupted, but, like, the whole point is that the, the soul goes into someone who's tainted with the dark spawn. Yeah. And then it's destroyed along with the person. I'm not agreeing to it. We decide not to have the little demon baby yes. with Morgan because... It's a hard decision. Uh, listen. Yeah. 
it, it was a hard decision, but ultimately I think I would have ended up not doing it because yeah. of many reasons. Right. One, I'm a very loyal man. Mm, to Severin? I'm, I'm very loyal to whoever I'm in a relationship Even with. Even if it means you'll die? Even if, if it don't. means I die. Yeah. So, I just, I can't. I can't betray him. Right. So that's one. That's one. Two, uh, she's a she's a friend. She is a friend. And I don't want to treat her like just a slam piece, even though <laughs> she's asking for this. But I feel like there's not, like, she's using it for just to gain something. Yeah, like a total, like, utilitarian purpose. Yes. Three, mm-hmm. I'm not going, I don't want to bring a demon baby into this world. Right. But even if it wasn't a demon baby, mm-hmm. I don't want to give this child the kind of life he is going to have. Right. With having an old, because people are going to be on him. Like right. Crazy. Like, if, that that's true. It's, like, I, if word got out that he had the soul inside of him, he would... He'd be killed. He'd be killed, or he'd be, like, experimented. You, like, you don't know what's yeah. going to happen to him. And even if not, like, you don't know what kind of effects that would have on the child. Like, what kind of burden he'll have to lead if he mm-hmm. has, like, these dreams or these, like, feelings or visions. Or, like, you, you don't know yeah. what kind of turmoil he would have to go through because of this, like, cop-out that we made just yeah. to survive. Yeah, just, and it feels such, like, a selfish kind of thing. Yeah, like, like I've he had, didn't ask for this, yeah, this like, child. I am sacrificing myself to save everybody, which is such a selfless act. Yeah. Um, but, like, and also the fact that this child is going to be, the, like, watched over by mm-hmm. Morrigan. Yeah, and it seems... And, and it seemed like it, this was planned. Right. It was planned, so we don't Not know... Not only by her, but by Flemeth yes. as well. So if this was planned already, mm-hmm. you know that there's a reason why right. they want this. Like they have some sort of motivation. Yeah, they have a motivation. We don't know if it's good or bad, but if it's Flemeth that's behind all of this, it's fucking bad. You can assume it's bad. And, the, and, and the, we know she's out there. And we know she's out there. And even Morgan suspected that even if you, quote, defeat her she's likely to just be weak enough to get her grimoire. Like, yeah. she, Morgan, she thinks we defeated her, but even she knows Flemeth's out there. Yeah. In some capacity. So, like, we've kind of orchestrated the situation for ourselves, where, like, if we were to go through with this, sure, we'd be safe, but we don't know, like, what sort of dastardly deeds we're playing into, yeah. you know? Um, And so Morgan doesn't take too kindly to us disagreeing and she essentially, like, snaps at us and says, like, you're a fool for not taking this. You're willing to die just for your pride. And she's just, like, she's not having any of it with us. Then you are a fool. I will not stand by and watch you waste this opportunity. Die if you feel it is worthwhile or be overshadowed. I care not. Please don't do this. Don't go. Would that I could have helped you. That is your doing, however, and not mine. Fare you well, my friend. I do what I must now, and so shall you. Oh, she's leaving us? Morgan decides to leave our team. Yeah. And it's quite... Because you know what it is? This is the first time we've had a team member leave. That's true. It is. This is the first and only time. That someone leaves. And it's so interesting because I feel like normally in video games your like group is there you know you don't have to worry about their opinions on what you've done or anything Mm -hmm. 
And we've talked about like, oh, if this happens, the person can leave. Or if this pass- happens, the person attacks you. But this is the first time that we were actually experiencing it. And it's actually very emotional yeah. to me. And Morgan is obviously someone that we've had a very contentious relationship with. Um, Stevan's personality and Morgan's personality clash on almost everything. Yes. With their decisions, with their ideologies for who they should help, how they should do things. But, and I don't think it's just the way we've played Stevan, but I think the way that Morgan's character acts, I think that there's respect between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And you can see that with like, when you do her personal quests of getting the grimoire and stuff, like she really trusts Stevan to do these like personal things. And at first she's very standoffish. And as the game continues, she's more willing to share personal information with you. And I think what really caps that off is that when she leaves, she says, my friend. Yeah. So she really does like care about us. She cares about Stevan. Yeah. Like she just told us off. She could just be like, you're a fool. Die if you want. I'm leaving. Yeah. But she said, but she takes the time after basically saying that yeah. to say like, goodbye, my friend, goodbye, my friend, I'm going to leave you to do what I must. And so will you. And that's how she leaves us calling us her friend. And I think that that is such an impactful moment yeah. for me. And that's what makes it so emotional is that you can tell that she doesn't want to like, mm-hmm. she says like, I don't care if you die or not. It's up to you. But I don't really think that's true. And I think the my friend really le- leans into that. Yeah. Like, I think that kind of shows her hand mm-hmm. that, like, she pretends like she doesn't care. But I think she actually does. Um, she, she definitely does yeah. care. And just Morgan throughout this game mm-hmm. has been an interesting character. And we haven't honestly had a lot of, you know, ex- like time with her because we yeah. didn't really take her around she like the first half of the game we took her because she like was the only mage, mage. that we had yeah um but once we got win poof we just pushed her right on until she became bees until she became bees and then, we <laughs> and, then she was, and then i don't think we used to win at all yeah. after that. <laughs> um but morgan is like she we definitely did clash with her we definitely yeah. she has a very rough ex like exterior absolutely very opinionated and i don't even think she even softened up to alistair who i think is even more no although you did think she loves him even though i did think she loved him yeah (laughs) um but she definitely does show some level of respect towards stevan yeah and love as well i think she definitely like in a friend way like in a friend way not like oh i love you in a romantic way like like she truly cares yeah i think she does care what his end is Mm -hmm. but she respects as his decision Mm -hmm. and in that way she's like in her typical Morgan way, she's like, I don't care if you live or die, but I really don't think that's true. Yeah. And you brought up kind of a, like, controversial a topic. Con- yes. But I want to bring it up because I do think it's important. Yeah. So, Manny, like, off mic, he mentioned while we were kind of reviewing over the footage that it's interesting to note that Morgan's a very powerful person. And if she truly was, like, dastardly and evil and wanted a child for her own nefarious means, she could have forced herself on Stevan and probably been effective at like get getting impregnated yeah. without his consent. And I think that's an interesting point. Yeah, because like she could have just taken advantage of him. Yeah. Like completely just like do a magic thing and like knock him out and then just get impregnated by him. Yeah. But she has she she doesn't she i feel like she has put uh 
her respect for him first. Yeah. Then this, you know, mission to achieve a child. Yeah, because I know that's a low bar to set to be like, she didn't rape him. So <laughs> yeah. she must really care about him. Like, I've never raped anyone. Even people I don't care about. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> so it's kind of a low bar to set. Yeah. But when you think about it, like she has this nefarious means. She's joined us on this whole mission, knowing that this was going to be her goal, right? Mm-hmm. And throughout our time together, she's like grown to know us and care about us, and she's willing to put Stevan's choices and Stevan's consent over her plan yeah. for what's been years, mm-hmm. waiting for the day before the battle with the archdemon to eventually throw that all away because we aren't consenting to it because we aren't like with her on this. And I know again, that's kind of a low bar to set, but it is important that like she really doesn't fight our decision. Yeah. She accepts it. Yeah. Like she does say you're a fool die if you want to, but she doesn't say like she doesn't, do too much to like once we've made our mind Mm -hmm. she does try to convince us but once we've clearly set our mind she doesn't do too much to like fight despite this having been her entire plan this whole time i think that really shows how much she's grown from the beginning to actually care about stevan as a person and put his wishes over what's been her entire plot yeah and that's also meaningful to me and i think the my friend line really like changes the entire perspective on this that she's not just like sure she's revealing i've been with you this whole time for this reason yeah but she's not doing so in a way that takes advantage of stevan yeah she's doing it in a way that allows him to make the choice yeah like i feel like the way she's revealing it like if she didn't really care about Stevan, she's like listen i've been here this entire time just have sex with me i just want it done now yeah uh but she's really going like listen how she presents it to him is like, I can save your life. Yeah. First, before saying that, oh, I need a child. She's mainly presenting it as if as if she's saving his life, Alistair's life, all the Grey Wardens' yeah. life. And I think it's also important to note, even though Stevan is male, if you're playing a female character, she still comes to you to ask about, like, kind of your opinion and f- for your sort of, like like wishes about whether she should approach Alistair about this. Oh wow. So like even though Alistair is really the only option to conceive a child with, and I guess technically Riordan, she still comes to you to say, like, will you support me in trying to do this? Mm-hmm. So it's not just her going out of her way to just try to seduce you mm-hmm. or like play to your emotions. But she's also, like, coming to you because she respects your opinion. Even if you were female, she still respects your opinion enough to include you in the conversation and not just go behind your back. Like, she's a sexy woman. Like, if she wanted, she could try to seduce Alistair and be like, you're a virgin, you're about to die, don't you want to have sex with me? Mm -hmm. Or just seduce Riordan, who doesn't even know her, like, if she really wanted. But she respects Stevan or whoever the player character is enough to bring this to them and, like, make their wishes a part of it. Yeah. And I think all of that kind of lends to the idea that she truly cares. Mm-hmm. And that makes it all the more emotional when she leaves. Yeah. And so she does leave and she walks away all dramatically. Despite having just told us off, you can you can definitely tell there's care. And as she walks out the room, she kind of looks over her shoulder back at us. Like, you could tell that she's sorry to leave. And she walks out and she turns into like a little like wolf 
and like runs off out the room. And that's the last we see of Morgan. We have win. <laughs> well, yes, mage wise, we do have win. We no longer have bees, so I'm glad we got a lot of use out of it. <laughs> wow. I wasn't gonna bring a demon into this world. No, I know. Morally, it's, I think it's the right thing to do. It's just, it's sad that we lost Morgan as a friend over this. Thus ends the penultimate episode of Enchantment. Yes. It's it's sad that so many big things happened. We accidentally killed Serato. <laughs> oh, Serato. I mean, he's uh, the least of our worries. He is, sadly, because we also purposely killed Loghain and mm-hmm. splattered his blood all over Honora. And now... Alistair's king. Alistair's king. Along with Honora being queen. Uh-huh. And we lost a friend. And we did. And you know what is really uh, troubling? I was thinking about this uh, during wa- rewatching the footage. Mm-hmm. Stevan is going to bed tonight. Oh my gosh! Knowing that possibly tomorrow he's going to die. Yes, because it's. Do you, do you, he only has to if Riordan dies? Just one person in this perilous mm-hmm. battle. If something happens to that one person, he's going to be the one to have to die. And it's. I feel like just. Laying down there in the darkness yeah. of your bedroom, and it's now it's like, oh my god, th- this is real. Yeah, this is real now. Yeah, and it's 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 giving me like weird feelings <laughs> inside because now I'm starting to feel like Stevan, like oh shit, I'm dying tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's really sad and it's scary, and yeah. there's all these emotional things. Alistair's having, um, he's having concerns over being king. Morgan just left with this huge proposal that we denied in order to save everyone. Mm-hmm. Zevrin is feeling iffy about his romance and he's trying to like battle his own inner demons to try to like be forward about his feelings. And there's all this emotional turmoil while at the same time, like you said, he's going to bed knowing he might die tomorrow and he made the explicit decision. Not only did he offer it to Riordan, but he also said to Morgan, like, no, I'm gonna continue with this. This is my duty. Yeah. And I don't think that makes it any less scary. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make it any less scary. Yeah. And tomorrow, we're going right into it. Yeah. Well, not tomorrow. In in universe, it's tomorrow. Yeah. But next episode, it starts right up the next day with the beginning of the battle. And we're gonna see people preparing families saying goodbye to their fathers or mothers god this is just so depressing and we're gonna see the preparation for the battle and the battle itself and see what the outcome is in next week's finale we hope you join us along for the ride it's been an amazing first season and i'm feeling so anxious to see i mean i know how it ends but i'm feeling so anxious to get there and be able to experience it like with the listener and so if you enjoyed the show you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast. You can email the show at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Discord. Links in, the dis- Ooh, links in the description. You can support us on Patreon for bonus episodes with um, bonus content from each episode, as well as bonus episodes from other video game series. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy the show. 
now that the first season is coming to a close, we really, really are so happy with the support we've seen so far, and we can't wait to see the support we have moving into future seasons and future content that we're working so hard to put together. <laughs> and we're just so proud of what this show has become and what you have in store coming for you next week. So, as always, I'm Brandon. And I'm Manny. And this has been Enchantment. And enjoy the rest of your stay at Disney's Magic Kingdom.